Welcome everybody to the podcast about nothing and everything entertainment. Um, I am your host, uh, Matthew Ramirez. Um, normally, um, I'm joined with my co-host, Phil Stop, but unfortunately he is under the weather, so it's just going to be uh, little old me uh, controlling the you know, the reins of this show. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about Pokemon. For some of you guys who don't know, Pokemon is a game um, created by Nintendo uh, where you capture monsters and use them to uh, battle for you to uh, to level up with you. It's kind of like an RPG style type of game. Uh, you're allowed to, you know, you, you got the whole point is to catch all of them that exist. Um, and going on right now you're looking at roughly 721 currently that you can catch this is all the way up into the latest iteration of uh pokemon which is the sixth generation x and y um now most people who are pokemon you know fanatics would say well what about the uh omega ruby and alpha sapphires that's that that's the latest game that came out I'm like yes that is the latest game but it is the uh third generation game if you uh by generation i mean these are the games that in chronological order that came out you're looking at the first generation would be um you know pokemon red blue and green now green was actually something that was originally released in japan first before um they came to the states now the states um they got red and blue and then yellow uh, versions of the game itself which is basically think of it like uh, red and blue were the first in which required you to use both games to collect all all the Pokemon exists because one game would have one one kind uh, would have a certain amount while the the uh, other game would have another set amount but in combined total you will be able to collect them all this has been something that's been uh, a tradition in the Pokemon universe from every generation of game that came out um like i said there was the original the first generations were the you know the red blue yellow and then second generations were the gold and silver versions uh and crystal uh then you're looking at um uh third was this like the fourth generation it, 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 there's lots of them the best way i can say is here there was diamond and pearl there was uh ruby and sapphire there was black and white um there was uh there was lots to go with and each generation had you know introduced new new types because pokemon themselves um uh, had they they weren't all just like these randomized type of creatures they all had types that it would think of it like a a rock paper scissors type of gameplay where rock beats paper oh, sorry wow i am terrible with rock paper scissors it's probably why i lose all the time but uh it's you know one beats the other it, it's the best way i could say it now the best way this was described is in the first generation red and blue yellow you're you you're basically this um this kid who is old enough to uh, become a Pokemon trainer to collect all the Pokemon that's out there and then um, you have them help you battle um, 
your way up to top ranks. Now, to do that, you would you know um, have to earn your way to fight the elite of the elite by uh, collecting badges. Um, these badges were held by uh, specific you know gyms, if you will. The, the these gym leaders that held a badge, you have to defeat them first to earn the right to face the elite four, which is like the kind of like a boss rush type of um, battle that you do at the very end of the game itself. Spoilers. Um, to an extent. Um, but now you're looking at like every iteration had its followed the same formula. You started off picking one of three Pokemon to, you know, get your journey started. Um, and all of them were basically in the same typing being a grass, water, and fire. Obviously, you can tell the rock, paper, scissors from that point there, um, where one beats the other, and the, so on and so forth. You know, grass beats water, water beats fire, fire beats grass, that type of thing. Um, eventually, as the game evolved and uh, got farther out there, you had multiple different typings out there. I mean, currently, right now, um, the different types that exist are um, ranging from, you know, fire grass water steel dragon uh, in uh, bug psychic dark ghost fairy types uh, poison uh, ground steel flying there, there there's a multitude of different uh, types of Pokemon out there that one beats the other and so on and so forth now that doesn't mean that they're all individually that specific type you know obviously they're gonna be um, different ty different kinds that have uh, a combination of the two you know flying and uh, water I know it's a bad example but I mean like there's gonna be in those in that regard different types now the reason why this this uh, we're speaking on this particular game itself is because they recently just announced the latest the next generation a generation 7 of uh, Pokemon and it's going to be dubbed the Pokemon Sun and Moon if you haven't gotten the gist of things it's kind of like each each uh, generation of you know Pokemon game that came out is usually a yin and yang type of thing except for red and no even red and blue you know red versus blues um, gold and silvers black and whites uh, ruby and sapphire which is basically a fancier way of saying of red and blue um, diamond and pearls it, it's always a combination of yin and yang um, and they released uh, more information they released an actual trailer so we got to see gameplay uh, we got to see all this new stuff that's come through on it um, in the past uh, the original like first three generations were not even that let me, let me take this back um, the Pokemon games themselves up until uh, X and Y which is generation six um, were sprite based, meaning that they were ha they were drawn in, you know, characters, creatures, and things like that. And then it wasn't until recently that they used to introduce three D uh, based models. Um, I think they, it was kind of a pseudo three D two D type of thing happening in the uh, later generations of uh, black and white, where they introduced you know kind of a 3D landscape but still the characters and the uh, the Pokemon themselves were in a sprite based form so seeing now that they have a a um, 
3D form here. Uh, they were it was the first of its kind to do so, and now that it's now it's been a big, it's doing so well in that format that the Sun and Moon has now uh, evolved that 3D to be more realistic with the characters and the Pokemon themselves. At least from what we see in the trailers and what we see in the um, pictures um, of the gameplay. Um, it, 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 you can see the contrast between the size of the Pokemon compared to the people because Pokemon come in all different shapes and sizes. We're looking at some that are small as a, like in the real world, we're looking at like, like we'll take the Sparrow for example, some that's small and then you're looking at, you know, Pokemon that can be as tall as like two, three story buildings. It's, it's, there is a, there is height, depth, and you know everything like they're very detailed when it comes to these characters and their designs. Um, and now seeing that there's going to be a new one with new Pokemon, new starters, uh, and a whole bunch like it, it's it's very exciting. It, it especially just it, like I said for me and the the Pokemon community, it's very exciting to see a new uh, a new Pokemon game coming out because that means. Aside from what we already know, there's going to be new, stu- a new Pokemon out there. Maybe they might even have a new type, who you know beyond what they introduced. Like for example, the the newest type that they introduced was back in Gen Six X and Y, which was two years ago, uh, where they introduced the Fairy type. Prior to that, that never existed. Most of the Fairy types were just nor were just normal types, um, which basically means that they had no. They they weren't they had no weakness or resistance to other uh, Pokemon types, but they also didn't um, excel when it came to uh, you know the battle strategy. Now, Pokemon itself is a battles uh, it's a battle battling type of game itself, uh, where you have your creatures battle you know your opponent's creatures, um, and in this one here we got to you know, see the different types, at least not different types, but the new legendaries that'll be, you know, that, that represent the games themselves, the sun and the moon. Um, we're looking at one that looks like a, this, like a shiny white, large lion. And then we got another one that looks like a, um, like a, a, a mythical bat, which is fantastic. Cause again, contrast sun, moon, um, sun, we got lions that shine bright. Then you got, you know, bats that only work, that only, you only see at night, and, you know, and so on and so forth with that. Uh, this was the same thing when it came to uh, previous generations. I think only X and Y were probably the ones that um, didn't really, you didn't really understand until you really looked deep into the mythos of, like, where the characters come from. Because all these characters, all these uh, Pokemon are usually based off of uh, either live animals or mythical stories um so you're looking at like you know a good example would be the um x and y legendaries the which were uh, their names are uh exernius which is kind of like this giant myth this this mythical looking like deer type of pokemon and then you got um evatel uh, which is this um giant bird like Pokemon that's uh, bent on destruction while 
you know, uh, Exernius is bent on life. Um, those are the kinds that you like kind of see that come from uh, like different mythos. Um, it's it's a lot of these are based off that. Even when you look at like uh, gold and silver when they introduced the legendary beasts, which were um, Entei, Raiko, and Suicune, which were um, a fire type, a lightning type, and a water type. Those were based off a legend of a building that caught fire um, and then was struck by lightning, but then the fire, that everything was put out with um, water. Now, these, uh, this building itself was based on a building in Japan that had this, this happen to it. Um, you're also looking at, um, like I said, the, the Wyvatil and Exernius, those guys are, uh, based off the, the legends of the protectors of the, of the, of creation and the and death and then there's the medium which was zygarde which was the protector of the earth you know kind of keep things in balance between the two so one doesn't overtake the other it's it, they, they take these 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 legends of old and then they apply them to the the pokemon world and then they make a game not necessarily based on them but it 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 adds character to the to the Pokemon themselves, gives them depth, it gives them almost a sense of realism because like I said, they're they're based on not just, you know, legends that were passed down, but like actual things in life um, you're looking at like for example, uh, the Pokemon's mascot, Pikachu, that's actually uh, based off a small little mouse um and the name it's you know chew itself is basically the sound that it makes so it, it it's it's very well thought out type of game itself for the creatures that came out with it um and now seeing that this that the games are going to continue and uh, flourish and continue in different areas is amazing and when i say areas i mean like each generation of Pokemon were based on actual live areas. Um, majority of them were based in Japan um, from the different parts of, of it. And then when you start getting into other forms, like, for example, um, Black and White, it was city-based, and that one's mainly based off of uh, New York City with all the lo uh, large buildings and uh, bridges. And then you got X and Y, which is based off uh, France and Europe, where one of the uh, one of the buildings there, or one of the gyms that you go to to earn a gym badge from, it looks like it was straight taken from Paris. Um, and in this one here, that's coming out, it's literally based off of the Hawaiian Islands. I mean, you you look at the map there, um, you'll see. Uh, the volcano you'll see nothing but water surrounding you completely um you'll see docks and all this other type of stuff so you already know that it's based off these these hawaiian islands themselves even the characters and models themselves are wearing like uh, hawaiian shirts and things like that like your excuse me um you're looking at like like I, i'm assuming 
he is the the professor of this game um that gives you your starter now um i say this because every game has a kind of like a mentor that gives you your first pokemon to get you start off in the world um these guys um not guys and gals because there's actually some women that are professors in the in later generations um they all give you your starter uh to get you going and in this one here um in the trailers that you that it's you know people can find online uh you see him just basically throw out the the pokeballs which hold the 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 pokemon in um and have these pokemon appear on a table and you can now then pick your which one ever you want to start with uh, i assuming again that that it is that he is going to be the professor uh of this of this uh generation game i'm not exactly sure what they're gonna what his name is gonna be but i'm just gonna be sure it's gonna be true related because all the uh pokemon professors in every generation is names based around a tree like the first generation po uh, Pokemon professor his name is Professor Oak then you have Professor Birch uh, Professor Sycamore uh, so on and so forth so this this guy's going to be based off a you know a tree of some kind something that's native to um, I assume whatever is native to them and to the region uh, I could be wrong this is all speculation on that end but I would assume it'd be that way um, I have a lot of high hopes for this game itself. I mean, like, I would like to see new types come out uh, beyond the fairy types. I mean, already right now, the starter set are literally based off of, you know, three animals right out of the gate. You look at net, you're looking at a, an owl, you're looking at a, a cat and a sea lion. Now, the names of these Pokemon here are Rowlet, which is the owl, um, Litten, the, uh, cat and poplio the uh sea lion now granted you can right here which one is going to be what here as far as the following the same trope of grass fire water you're looking at rowlet being the grass type litten being the fire type and poplio being the water type um the the stars themselves are already set you can find them on the pokemon.com you can see more of uh exactly what they're going to be about um, when you look at them, um, so it's 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 going to be exciting to see this come out. We have, we've been given the release date being um, November of this year. We're looking at I believe it is um, November eighteenth is going to be the U.S. Uh, the North American release. Um, Europe, on the other hand, unfortunately, is going to not get until the twenty third which is not bad. It's a five-day difference. I'm sure not many people are going to be too concerned with that. I mean, it is what it is on that end there. But to see all the latest footage, to see all the new things that are coming out, um, is it's amazing to see that. I mean, I've been uh, a Pokemon fan for since day one when it first came out. I still remember going to uh, Toys R Us and seeing the game um, on display uh, not knowing anything about it, just saying I'm gonna play this because you know I have everything else I've played, I'm done with. So I'm gonna give this one a shot, and then it just took 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 over my life. Best way I could put that, and I mean that in a good way, in the sense that like it was one of the most memorable and enjoyable games I've ever played outside of like Mario at that time. Um, 
and it was for the portable devices, the Game Boy, uh, the Game Boy Advance, the Game Boy Color, Game Boy DS, uh, the Game Boy 3DS, DSi. Um, it was for all these handhelds, so I can take it anywhere. I can always, I can always play it. It's the best way I can describe that. And it it was it brought joy. It brought it gave me, I guess that that meant that mentality of you know accomplishing the unaccomplishable that's even a word um it gives you a goal and you and it's up to you on how you're gonna uh, you know reach that goal how well you're gonna attain that so seeing that it was something that was good to see and good to play good to have um i'm hoping that this one also will keep that same feel and by the looks of the trailers and things like that um it's gonna do amazing it's gonna do very very well and i i'm excited i'm excited about it i like i said big fan of it i still follow it now uh still play it now uh so it's it's gonna be something that will definitely be on my list when it when november comes around um i guess now like there's not much else that can be really said on that because there's not that much more information outside of what the trailer was released. They haven't really said anything else of um, what new things are going to be in it, uh, what new Pokemon are going to be uh, in this game itself. The only information outside of what was given to us here was uh, when they released, um, well, re-released uh, Pokemon's uh, red, blue, and yellow for the Nintendo eShop uh on the 20th anniversary for the Pokemon uh, games themselves, uh, where they specified that Pokemon from red and blue and yellow can, uh, using the PokeBank, a um, a subscription-based little storage, data storage for the games, you can actually transfer Pokemon from that game, and then retrieve it in your in the latest generation games. Um, more specifically for Sun and Moon. Currently right now you can use the PokeBank for uh, X and Y to transfer between the two games there or transfer between X and Y to uh, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire and back, you know, vice versa, whatever is compatible with them. Um, by compatible means that like only the Pokemon themselves, any items that they, uh, they, they have um, like, you know, you know, attack boosting items or um stat boosting items and things like that those those don't transfer between the two but the actual pokemon themselves do and that's something that's going to be capable of with the uh, sun and moon and the nintendo eShops. you know pokemon red blue and yellows the first generation can talk to um the seventh generation which is amazing it's, it's something that hasn't that you don't that hasn't been done uh, before. Uh, I mean, when they introduced the PokeBank in the first place, the only other type of way of transferring things from the previous generations was using the Poke Transporter for Black and White, which allowed you to transfer Pokemon from that game to uh, X and Y. But that that is completely different from what they're doing with uh, Red and Blue, Yellow to. Um, sun and moon I 
think for right now I think it's a good time here I mean, it's, it's a short episode I'm sorry um, like I said this is um, it's just me running the show today um, next Friday next week we'll definitely have everybody back and we'll be talking about uh, Captain America Civil War the movie and our post I guess semi review and you know thoughts on it and how well it transferred from the uh, comics to the uh, big screen um, you can actually check out our uh, podcast episode 2 Captain America Civil War where we actually do talk about the comic book line and our thoughts on how they're going to transfer that over to um, the, the actual live action movie um, if you um, if you remember in our in, uh, on that episode as well that we do actually inter- uh, offer the question of the day uh, we didn't have one on episode 3 but for this one here, um, for all my Pokemon fans out there, um, what was your first Pokemon? What was what was the one that stuck to you the most? Not just in, you know, starters or what have you, but I mean, like, what was that one Pokemon that no matter what generation you had, you had to make sure they were on that your team? Uh, let us know. Uh, you can actually shoot us a message um, on our official Twitter page, uh, the podcast about nothing. Um, you can. Uh, also shoot uh me personally a tweet on that one uh, uh you can find me at matthew uh, at matt ramirez 84 um let us know what was your first what was your most memorable thing uh memorable pokemon that you enjoyed using that no matter what like i said um it doesn't matter if it was top of the line if it was fantastic or if it was just it, it was just that sentimental value what was that one i mean for example mine uh is uh the Venusaur. Venusaur was the generation one starter uh starter Pokemon that started off as Bulbasaur and then as you leveled it up it became Ivysaur and then its final evolutionary state was the Venusaur. Um that was the one that's always been on my team in every generation uh possible and even to this day in most of my teams that I've used in the uh latest uh version of pokemon the omega ruby and alpha sapphire it's always going to be on my team um been with me through every version got me to beat the final bosses of the games um and it's always been a part of me i can't think of any other pokemon i would rather have on my team with that one so hopefully i can actually do that in the next generation of sun and moon i can bring my venusaur over that way um but what was yours what is your favorite what's your most memorable uh, pokemon that stuck with you through thick and thin no matter you know what people said about it or you know opinions based on that uh let us know send us a, a tweet a, a tweet on that one or you can leave us a message on our soundcloud like i said we have that there as well as an option um you can also check out the rest of our episodes. They're now available on iTunes, so you can check us out that way as well. Um, again, we appreciate every like, every play, every share um, that you all do for us. It's it's amazing to know that people are enjoying what we're talking about. Um, so let us know. Keep it up, um, and you'll hear from us again you we'll be back next week um, like I said talking about uh, Captain Agra so we'll until then 